This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. We have a special guest on the Newsmax hotline. I have waited for months to talk to her. She is Dr. Naomi Wolf. She is an author. She is a uh, uh, rabble rouser, I guess, to some degree. Um, I have been a big fan of hers for a while, and she joins us on the phone. Hello, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Uh, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I originally, and I'd, I'd been seeing you, uh, you know, on television the last couple of years, but one piece that you wrote uh, for The Defender last year, I remember in March I read this, I printed it off, it's right here in my stack, uh, we've reached step 10 of the 10 steps to fascism, which you wrote about over a decade ago. Um, explain, explain where we are in this country with regard to uh, fascism. Sure. I mean, very sadly, you're right. I wrote a book called The End of America in 2008 in the Bush era, and I warned that if we didn't pull back, we were heading in the direction of passing 10 milestones to fascism that would be fascists on the left or the right always put in place. And my warnings continued. It's not partisan, you know, through the Obama era, through through Trump, you know, now through with Biden. Um, and and what I'm saying these days is that sadly we are not only at step 10, but in many ways the coup has already happened. Um, 47 states in the United States are under emergency law. Uh, you know, we've been locked in our homes for a year and a half. Our children are um, masked in school. People are being forced to get, you know, injections that are experimental that they don't consent to at the risk of being fired from their livelihoods. Um, I could go on and on, uh, you know, censorship, cancellation. I mean, these are all hallmarks of, of a police state and not a free uh, America or North America. Did you ever think that you would be subject to uh, their uh, fascism because you are maligned? I, I actually, I mentioned to my listeners earlier that I, I Googled you and there was all sorts of terrible things about you. The first, uh, there, the Wikipedia about you, then the madness of Naomi Wolf, and then you moved on to Twitter suspends Naomi Wolf, and then Naomi Wolf banned from Twitter, and then blah, 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 and then you go to DuckDuckGo, and it has your website. Um, it's, yeah. it's, re it's remarkable to me, and I don't know how you suffer the slings and arrows of uh, the attacks you get and the banning that you get, but clearly you have become a target. Uh, tell mm -hmm. me about that experience. Uh, yeah, it's unfortunate, but, uh, you know, I've been a journalist for 40 years, and I know that mm -hmm. when you're over the target, that's when the attacks really intensify. Um, it's true that uh, I've been subject to deplatforming. I was deplatformed from Twitter. Uh, horrible things are said about me uh, online. All of that is true, and um, and yet everything that every story I broke that led to my deplatforming um, has, you know, I was ahead of the curve on. I was yeah. deplatformed when I broke a story about um, the vaccines uh, interfering with women's menstrual cycles, and now the NIH is 
studying uh, the vaccines interfering with women's menstrual cycles. I was deplatformed again when I broke the story of Ralph Barrick's CV that showed that Dr. Fauci had been lying to Congress when he said they hadn't funded gain-of-function research, and now um, all of the mainstream media have acknowledged uh, and Congress is dealing with the fact that Dr. Fauci funded Dr. Barrick's gain-of-function research. Um, so, you know, everything I've predicted has come true. Every story I've broken is accurate. Uh, so I guess I don't really care. Like, it would be nice to not be attacked constantly and yeah. reputationally smeared, but it really doesn't matter because what I do know from studying history is that reputational attacks are the least of your problems when you're dealing with an actual slide into fascism. And what's really serious is what I've also been warning people about um, and, and act, acting against. Laws are now being rolled out, like in Washington State. They tried to pass new regulations to detain people without charge yes. or trial in quarantine camps if they've been exposed to yeah. uh, exposed to a contagious disease. It was our activism that helped to stop that. Uh, Daily Clout, my company, which um, mobilizes people to take action against bad bills and to advance good bills. Uh, now, I just saw that in... Um, Iowa, I believe, they're rolling out a similar bill. And here in New York State, they were about to launch a similar bill or change in Board of Health regulations, and public outcry took that off the table for now. So we're definitely being targeted the way that, you know, in Australia they have quarantine camps. People are being dragged off to them without uh, due process. Um, In Austria, people are being, you know, uh, uh, the unvaccinated are being forced to stay in their homes. You know, people (laughs) are be mandated to take vaccine nationwide, whether they want to or not. This is full-fledged tyranny, and it's global. And, you know, honestly, I don't care if I'm being yelled at on on social yeah. media. You know, yeah. someday I will have to account for myself to my maker, and I need to be able to say that I did the right thing when my country was in a state of terrible danger. Now, the, the thing that I've, uh, uh, one of my mantras is when big social media, the mainstream media and the Democrat Party say that uh, what you're saying is disinformation or misinformation, it means you've stumbled on the truth. Uh, disinformation, uh, and I've done some research on it, was originally coined by Joseph Stalin around 1923. So they are using, they are using Stalinistic language to keep us quiet. And what's amazing is people don't realize it. Your thoughts on, on the triumvirate that I just mentioned? Uh, no, you're exactly right, sadly. Um, and it's interesting, I'm just writing about this for a new book. Uh, we used to, in America, have truth and lies, right? Is it fact? Is it verifiable? And now you're quite right. They've rolled out this Orwellian category of misinformation. It may be true, but you're not allowed to say it. Um, you know, I'm in very wow. good company. Other people I've been, de- you know, who've been deplatformed are are also turning out to be the great truth tellers, like Dr. McCullough, Dr. Malone. You know, yes. these people who have warned Americans about public health, a public health crisis that's now upon them in the form of these unverifiable or excessively used um, experimental injections. And again, you know, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. You can do whatever you want with your body, yes. but I I also come from a, a background of people who used to believe, you know, my body, my choice, you know, what I decide to do with my body between me and my doctor. So, yes, you're 100% right. Um, I actually wrote an essay about how uh, the same tactics of creating a two-tier policy that were rolled out in 1931, 1932 in in Germany under the National Socialists are, are being kind of 
echoed again wholesale. You know, the segregation of the quote-unquote clean from the unclean, (laughs) the demotion of certain sectors of society, denial of rights, denial of access, quote-unquote restrictions. This is Uh. right out of a National Socialist playbook. It's it is, and, 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 you know, and, I, and I've said this. It's fairly, it's fairly obvious. You, you, you have a group of people who can't do business, who can't go out, who can't engage in commerce, who can't uh, enjoy the freedoms guaranteed by, uh, you know, our, our constitution. They are the Jews. Okay, let's just let's just say the unvaccinated, essentially very similarly treated. You know, I hope eventually, uh, Na- Naomi Wolf. I hope eventually there are some Nuremberg-style trials to hold to account these COVID dictators who have cost lives. I believe the denial of therapeutics has cost hundreds of thousands of lives just in America. I just got over COVID. I had to go to Florida to get hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, uh, ZPAC. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, Like Mm -hmm. Stephen Smith on ESPN, he just survived COVID. He almost died. He was in the hospital. He was double vaccinated and uh, had a booster. I am not able to get the vaccine because of a heart condition from earlier in life. You don't have to explain it to me. Yeah. This is. Do you hope that maybe there are some sort of trials? And, and what do you think about the, the denial of therapeutics? I think it's all about a couple of companies making a ton of money, and 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 that's what it, that's what it comes down to. I mean, you're a hundred percent right. Do I hope there are trials? There, there have to be trials. Thomas Renz, um, a very distinguished lawyer, just said on on War Room that he uh, sees it as murder and premeditated murder and that he's got documentation and he's initiating a criminal complaint. Um, other people like Dr. Henry Ely are calling for grand jury investigations and he's joined by state senators uh, Dennis Linthicum and um, Kim Thatcher. So these are criminal acts. I mean, this is, a le- you know, obviously people, everyone deserves to stand trial, uh, but it looks like the denial of therapeutics certainly is manslaughter, you know, and, yeah, and yeah. premeditated. Um, I mean, I don't know what that, I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know what that yeah. category of crime yeah. is, but people are being denied life-saving treatments intentionally. There's been a suppression. I mean, this yeah. is a huge story, but um, Pfizer suppressed that's why they want 75 years before they release their internal documentation of their own trials. 1,300 people died in yeah. their in their vaccine trials, and they knew that, and they still rolled it out as safe and effective. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when these documents continue to come to light and a judge has you know, ruled that they have to prove them in the next few months, not the next 75 years, uh, there's going to be more and more documentation that, yeah, people were people were killed, young adults were put at risk of myocarditis, um, older people were put at risk of stroke and blood clots and, you know, fraud, as well as people left to die who could have been saved by ivermectin. I mean, the Mayo Clinic is being sued by a woman whose husband was dying, and they wouldn't let her give him ivermectin. Um, So... This is yeah. this is Nazi behavior, yeah. you know. And I'm Jewish, and my I, you know my my, mom, my grandma lost nine brothers and sisters to Nazis. I don't say this lightly, but if we don't recognize this as Nazi medical policy, Nazi social policy, where we're we're not looking at history. Noemi Wolf, I've got to go. I would, geez, I would love to sit down with you for hours, because I greatly you. appreciate your journalistic curiosity, which our mainstream media does not. Uh, and I am so grateful that you are so tough 
because most people couldn't do it. And we're all well, going to come out as winners on the end of this. God, you know, God willing, but may I ask your listeners to support our work. Go to dailyclout.io and support us because we are writing bills to stop this criminal behavior and passing them, and we really need people's help to keep doing that. All right, I will put that. It's dailyclout.io. You've also That's got correct. the Five Freedoms campaign coming up, and, and I'm going to post all of this on social media. We just don't have a lot of time right now. Thank I'd you. love to have you on again. You're the best. Thank you. Thank you so much. Take care. And ladies and gentlemen, it's hump day. It's also Groundhog Day. Yeah, I just uh, just was reminded of Groundhog Day this morning. And uh, where I'm living right now, we got a bunch of snow. So after this show, I'm going to be watching the movie. I'm going to be the watching. The, they, I think they still do it like uh, all day, like they do uh, Christmas Story on Christmas on, on TBS. I think they do that on TBS. I'm not sure, but of course, uh, you know, we got another six weeks of uh, winter coming. Uh, all the doom and gloom associated with that, predicted by Joe Biden. We're still facing a very dark winter. There are now nearly 10 million COVID cases in the United States. Truthfully, we remain in a very dark winter. So we heard uh, two clips there, one from Joe Biden during the campaign with Donald Trump during a debate. He said it was going to be a cold, dark winter. And then uh, last year, he said it was going to be a cold, dark winter. And he is following through on his promises. You should be thrilled. He, he is a soothsayer. Private payrolls fell $301,000 for January versus the estimate for 200000 gain. That's a 500000 job difference, kids. Of course, it's all the Omicron. It's all the Omicron. Now, what the Omicron is doing is keeping people from going to work. You know, and you get sick and you're out for about a week or so, maybe, maybe two weeks, you know. But apparently, private payrolls fell 300000 for the month, well below the Dow Jones estimate uh, for growth of 200000 The mark uh, plunged uh, from the downwardly revised 776000 gain in December, which was a joke. And uh, manufacturing lost 21000 Jobs, education, health services down uh, 15000 Construction, 10000 Service providing industry responsible for 274000 Blah, 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 blah. Uh, do what you can to polish this turd, but it ain't going to be polished. Not going to be polished. Oh, and, and then there's this. 30 police officers have been shot in January. That's up 67% from last year. 30 officers shot in the line of duty throughout the United States in January. 67% increase, according to the FOP. As crime rates uh, continue to rise across country, uh, violence directed at law enforcement officers is skyrocketing. This according to Patrick Yost, who's the uh, president of the of the uh, FOP, the Fraternal Order of Police. I have worked with law enforcement for 36 years. The current level of violence targeted toward our law enforcement officers is the worst I have ever seen. And uh, the chief uh, silence officer during the uh, riots of 2020 that caused $2 billion, maybe $3 billion in damage, hundreds of police officer injuries, 30 deaths. The guy who said nothing and still says nothing about it is in charge in the Democrat Party that enabled all this crap and supported Black Lives Matter as they chanted almost in every march, pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon. And now we're seeing this come to fruition when literally there were people uh, tweeting about how they wanted to run over police at the funeral of a police officer that just happened in New York. Five of the officers shot in January killed. It is also uh, noted that there have been four ambush-style attacks in law enforcement officers this year, which have resulted in five policemen shot, three of whom were killed. So they literally went out to hunt police officers. That's why that happened.
I can't understand any of this uh, defund the police rhetoric. And uh, uh, we, we found out yesterday Seattle was ready to turn over a precinct that had been overrun. Give it to Black Lives Matter. Really, that, seriously, that's what they, they were going to turn over a precinct that had been overrun to Black Lives Matter. It had been uh, vandalized, it had been attacked, and finally then it's like, well, let's give it to Black Lives Matter. Why? I don't know, maybe because there were minions of Black Lives Matter trying to burn the damn place down. Yo said that in the uh, first month of 2022, we saw the real-life consequences, felt the immense uh, pain caused by the recent surge in violent crime and the heinous acts of cowardly individuals whose sole motivation is to injure or kill a law enforcement officer. No officer should be at risk of being violently targeted simply because of the uniform they wear. Uh, however, thousands of incidences took place, uh, have taken place uh, you know, since 2020, essentially, and the Democrat Party has said precisely, D-word for Richard about it oh and guess what tell your kids this tell them about the debt they're going to be paying off when they become productive citizens I'm not saying they're not productive now i mean they produce a lot of poo you got to change the diapers but when they become adults you can tell them today about the 30 trillion dollar debt that we have passed for the very first time 30.01 trillion dollars january the first uh the recession the u.s government spent seven trillion dollars on covid 19 relief to avert a recession yeah really stupid Maya McGinnis, president of the Nonpartisan Committee for uh, Responsible Federal Budget, which, I mean, nobody listens to them, says that this is a jaw-dropping number that is real cause for concern. Well, I think it's pretty cause for concern at, I don't know, 20, maybe even 10. It's a result of both borrowing for really important crises, mostly notably the COVID pandemic, but also trillions of borrowing for no reason other than politicians who have to stop being willing to pay the bills. Yeah, and it's true. And I will tell you this, of all the things that uh, Donald Trump did very well, he was not a hawk with regard to spending, and he should have been. Because we got to turn this around. Got to turn around. And meanwhile, uh, Janet Yellen, who is a secretary, a treasury secretary who knows nothing, gets paid millions of dollars by credit card companies. All she talks about is pumping money into the, from the Fed into the markets uh, uh, and holding interest rates down. Uh, she says, in response to the downturn of the economy induced by the pandemic, we felt, and I strongly believe, that it was appropriate to engage in spending that wasn't financed by tax increases. So, in other words, that's just using the credit card, just maxing out that credit card. I, I was there right out of college. I did that, and literally took me. Uh, it took me years to. Uh, get, and by the way, I've understand. My wife tells me this month we will be free of debt. She's managed to free us of debt, unlike the uh, the United States. We won't be handing in of our debt to our children, but our government certainly is. Hey, it's Carson. Uh, many of you take supplements as I do to maintain and improve health. I've recently found a company that I would consider a diamond in the rough. It's called Amio Life. They have developed a revolutionary line of natural wellness products. I take their probiotic for my gut and their multivitamin. And I'm having workouts like I did in my 30s. My mental sharpness is spot on and I'm sleeping better. Hundreds of thousands of people take alkaline structured silver along with all of the Amio Life products. Amio Life is a company that has created natural products to support our daily life that are free of chemicals, fillers, and the things we don't want in our bodies. I believe Amio Life products have really helped me after uh, getting over COVID. Not fun, by the way. Plus, they have a customer service team that really cares, and you'll be amazed by their dedication and support. If you want to enhance your overall wellness, you need to uh, write this number down, okay? It's 800-422-8148. Tell them Rob Carson sent you. You get 20% off now. You can also go to AmioLife.com. That's A-M-E-O-Life.com. Use promo code 
code ROB20 and save 20% on a selection of their amazing products. Let's do this together and make 2022 a very healthy one, shall we? 1-800-422-8148. Mention Rob Carson or AmeoLife.com. Promo code ROB20 for AmeoLife. I do want to mention on a serious side, uh, yesterday, incredible scenes once again for a police officer, Wilbert Mora. 27 uh, killed in a Harlem shooting along uh, shooting alongside his rookie partner uh, yesterday another massive show of support from police officers in uh, New York City which uh, puts another nail in the casket of uh, Black Lives Matter and the anti-police movement uh, I mean that's over and and I have some information on Black Lives Matter I'm going to share you with you very shortly and it'll prove to you Black Lives Matter is teetering on falling apart. There will be a criminal investigations. Uh, there will be an abject collapse of Black Lives Matter because Black Lives Matter has only lived to serve those in the higher echelons of power. They've done absolutely nothing for anyone else but fundraise and blackmail. Yes, I use the word blackmail and, uh, you know, and, and get money for companies so they wouldn't be blackmailed and they wouldn't be shut down and they wouldn't be harassed. And what a glorious legacy for civil rights in this country that they have, uh, they have done. For people in the country, they did so much. Uh, you know, while the black murder rate uh, in, in major cities around the country is through the ceiling, all-time highs for murders in uh, 12 major Democrat cities. I haven't seen these kind of murders actually for 100 years, and most of them are black on black. But Black Lives Matter, look at the impact that they've had. I mean, they've enriched black people. Actually, just Patrice Cullors, uh, she was the, uh, the CEO of it, and she bought four houses, uh, probably uh, cash, I'm assuming, because usually if you have that kind of money, you're buying houses. You're paying cash for the houses. So there you go. There you go. Rob Schmidt last night on Newsmax had uh, Donald Trump to talk about uh, a variety of different issues. And uh, one of them was uh, whether, you know, why he would run again. And a lot of people say, you know, Joe, Donald Trump, he only ran for himself, you know. And listen, uh, Joe Biden, just in the last like five or six years, his family got $31 million from the communist Chinese. Uh, this is in the uh, new book from uh, Peter Schweizer. It is backed up uh, with evidence from uh, Hunter Biden's laptop. When Donald Trump was a president, he lost a billion dollars. He didn't get richer. Neither did his family members. Uh, his son wasn't the member of a, you know, a, 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 a board of directors for an oil company in Ukraine that brought in millions of dollars, even though there's really no evidence he went to Ukraine or knew anything about the oil and gas business, of course. And uh, so we'll get into some of the audio from that uh, last night. Donald Trump talking about why he wants to run again. January the 6th, the, his take on what Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell are saying about that. He had a gigantic rally in uh, Conroe, Texas last week and then the week before in uh, Arizona. He's got a, a campaign war chest. Huh, I wonder what that's for. He hasn't announced that he's running for president. Why would he have $125 million in the bank? Here he is being asked about why he wants to run again. We have a great country that's going to hell, and it's going to hell very fast, and we're not going to have a country left. This is why we want you to run again. And I did a great job. I did more than most presidents would do in 30 years. This is why we believe you won in 2020 and the election was stolen. Yeah, I said it. Between the taxes and the regulations and the business and everything else, then I got, we got hit with the COVID from China, and they got to pay something for that. They're going to pay something. Mm -hmm. 
nobody could afford. You know, it's probably $60 trillion. Yeah, but Joe Biden and his son and his family got $31 million from the communist Chinese. Worldwide. That's really the damage. $60 trillion. Not talking about all the debt that they caused. But our country is going to hell. And we're going to make America great again, again. I sort of say it. I smile. But there's nothing to smile about because... Our country is going bad. We're not going to have a country much longer if it keeps going. I don't think any president has done this damage. You can go through, you can add up five presidents. They haven't done the damage that this man has done in the last year. Oh, by the way, did you know that single payer in California did a face plant? And they could have easily passed it. They just needed 50, I think, what do they need? Like, they needed 50, uh, Democrats control 50 of these assemblies, uh, 80 seats, and uh, 41 votes were needed to keep the legislation alive, but it went down in flames. Uh, they say that the uh, the system would have cost 314 to $391 billion, and uh, that adds up to about $12,1250 per household, roughly doubling the state's already high tax collections to a first-in-the-nation single-payer healthcare system so it was too left for california by the way and i want to thank my uh, my friend lee for reminding me about the story i had it here yesterday but yeah it looks like according to this article uh, paul quirk senior uh, scientist with the university of british columbia canada uh, said that uh, local factors played a key role in the failure of the bill uh, the idea that this is the time to add a major new spending program in california would have been a stretch regardless of national opinion trends and nobody has been uh, really in favor of uh, socialized medicine that's why they have to lie about it Single payer, yeah, single payer, you pay it to the government, the government jacks you around. Before I get to a little bit of audio, this is Dr. Ronnie Johnson, uh, Jackson, I should say. He is a uh, representative from the state of Texas now. Uh, Joe Biden has apparently spent $10 billion for texts for COVID, and uh, we're behind. He's also said that we're going to pay a German company $137 million to build a factory, I believe it's in Indiana, with regard to uh, testing for COVID, won't be online till 2024 when he's out of office or dead. Yeah, like I said, Liz, that's a great question. They've spent all but $10 billion of that. I'd like to know exactly what the Biden administration did with that money. Paid off a lot of their friends. They've approached this exactly like they've approached everything else in this administration, the same reckless way that they approached Afghanistan and the border and the economy and everything else that they've mangled. Uh, since since President Biden's taken over as our president. But you, you're right. Uh, we're, where are the tests? We need to know what's going on. And more importantly, Liz. Why don't we have enough tests? They're saying they're going to push tests out. Where is the testing plan? There's no plan. They're just throwing this out here. They're panicking people. People are going out trying to hoard these at-home tests. We need a testing plan. And, and we Why didn't uh, Joe Biden have an Operation Warp Speed? We need to be testing key populations not just anybody if you're healthy and you don't have any symptoms you don't need to be tested and well see he's a career bureaucrat so nothing will ever get done under his leadership guess what if you're if you're otherwise healthy and you have symptoms you probably don't need to be tested either because we know that the tests have a high false negative rate no really and so you just if, if you have a runny nose a cough a sore throat sneezing cold and flu symptoms you should assume that you have omicron in this particular environment you should and what do you do stay home oh. and if you don't you should go to work and you should live your life so I, I think that we, the, the yes. Biden administration is, is working hard to shut this economy. I just think, honestly, this whole thing has been a giant cluster F. Honestly, it really has. 
When you look at everything right now, after everything, after all the shutdowns, all of this, all of this, all of this, all of this, and we're getting a million new tests positive for uh, this Omicron, what the hell was the point in everything? What was the point in shutting down businesses and churches? What was the point in shutting down schools, not going to concerts for a year? What the hell was the point? Gosh, dang it. Remember Kennedy? Maybe you were in college when Kennedy was an MTV VJ. Here she is talking about her daughter and how the vaccinated, the vaccinated, the holy vaccinated, and particularly those who are vaccinated who look down upon those of us who are the unvaccinated, the great unwashed. Here's what she had to say about that. My daughter tested negative at a clinic on a rapid test. The PCR was positive, but it took 10 days to come back. As a vaccinated person, I contracted COVID from another vaccinated person. How is that possible? So whoever is still chirping this godforsaken bug is being solely uh, transmitted by the unvaccinated. Yeah, that's a lie. Is also full of the hottest garbage and they suck too. So what's the bright side here? The Omicron variant is so contagious, everyone will pretty much have it within the next two weeks. And once it peaks, we will glimpse something like normal. Tyra Grove Kraus. She is a fancy state epidemiologist in. I talked about this yesterday. Denmark. She says we will have our normal lives back in two months. And that's all nice and good. But you see, uh, we live in America, and this is a, an election year. So uh, we are going to experience uh, pandemic insanity while this is happening. That's what it is. Uh, if you think you're going to get any relief with regard to um, the latest version of the virus, the Omicron, if you think that you're going to get that kind of treatment of Omicron in this country in election year, you're high. You're out of your nut. Robert Malone is a doctor. He appeared on the Joe Rogan show. Months ago, I talked about a uh, province in India called Uttar Pradesh. Uttar Pradesh started serving their uh, citizens hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. And they wiped out COVID. They wiped out COVID. But um, nobody in the country wanted to hear about it because uh, no major pharmaceutical company in America had any sort of prophylaxis that would make them any money. Here is uh, Dr. Robert Malone on the Joe Rogan Show. I've got a bunch of stuff from Robert Malone. I'm going to share in a second here. He's been banned, by the way, from YouTube and Twitter. Listen to this. There was a specific visit of Biden to Modi, and um a decision was made in the Indian government not to disclose the contents of those packages that were being deployed in Uttar Pradesh, which they're still there. And Uttar Pradesh is flatlined right now. The rest of the world what? is yelling about Omicron and, and, and hospitalizations. Well, South Africa isn't. But uh, Uttar Pradesh is still flatlined in terms of deaths. So they were visited by someone in the Biden administration? Right. No, there's a meeting between Joe Biden and, and um, Modi. And... 
uh, you and believe that the, out of that meeting all they decided I, know, I don't know what they said i didn't wasn't invited all right. i know is that immediately afterwards there was a decision not to disclose the contents of what was being deployed in Uttar Pradesh and now, Uttar Pradesh, uh, there's been a bunch of different stories. Uh, if you Google it, there will be at least one that says, it's nonsense. No, not really, actually. Uttar Pradesh, 42 districts, COVID-free. COVID-free. And they used prophylaxis. But you see, uh, when it comes to uh, hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, there's no money to be made. In America, when it comes to the chosen drug companies... That our country, uh, our U.S. government is invested in, like Pfizer. Roy in Dundalk, Maryland, would like to talk about this. Hello there, Roy, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Rob, your show is like the highlight of my day, man. No kidding. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I'm sorry your day is so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. You're, you're, so, you're, you're the best. I'll wait all day for you to come on. Thank you, bro. What's so, up? My neighbor had all the vaccines. I got the T-shirt and everything, and she oh. still got it. Mm, so yeah. I don't understand. Well, that's why I'll never get that. I'm one of those unvaccinated deplorables. That you You're the unwashed. About. You're the Jews of 1939. Yeah. The one, yeah, one of them. <laughs> hey, I have, before I make this fast, I'm going to give Barbara a shout out. Barbara and I yes. campaigned on a bunch of campaigns together. We live, she lives within a half a mile from me. Uh, she is like the smartest person on the planet when it comes to politics. She taught me so much. Yeah. I, I always wish that you or Sean or maybe Mark, whoever runs WCBM, would give her like a little co-host show one day or something. She is, dude. Really- dude, here's the deal. I'm going to be coming into uh, to uh, CBM this spring. We're all going to get together, okay? Yeah. All right, bro. She Have is a- the best. I know Mark's she is the best. I know she is. Have a good one, my brother. Appreciate it. It is time for me to go, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank you for listening today. The show is growing by leaps and bounds. Uh, If you would like to, and I would appreciate it if you do this, go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe to the show, and if you would, give me a review. Right now, I've got a lot of five-star reviews, and I greatly appreciate it. If you like the show, if you like the humor, you like the content, because I put a lot of content into this sucker, then please leave a nice review for me. That would be gigantic. That would be gigantic. Big things are coming, guys. I am blessed to be here. God bless you. God bless our police. God bless our military. Never forget Ashley Babbitt's name. And above all, don't catch the stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.